Coming up, Disney is banning sex offenders from their theme parks. SeaWorld and OSHA are back in court. And do you remember what I said about free dining probably not coming this year? I was wrong. All that plus part two of Overlooked Animal Kingdom coming up on this edition of The Diz Unplugged. Breathe, Gregory, breathe. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 604, for the week of May 7th, 2013. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, specializing in helping you plan the perfect Disney World, Disneyland, or Disney Cruise Line vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show, coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio. Why did I do that? Live. (laughs) From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, I am your host, Pete Warner, in a very weird mood today. Joined at the table by my good friends and producer, Dustin West. Thank you. Who's got way too much headroom. Sit up. Um, (laughs) Teresa Eccles. Sit up. (laughs) Kathy Worling. Slouch a little. <laughs> and Julie Martin. Um, for the first time on his own, back in the production nook, lovely and talented Gregory Williams. <laughs> he looks so lonely. He does. He I does. does. Uh, John, John, Kevin, and Sean are on a cruise. And uh, so they'll be back with us next week. I have a few things in housekeeping that I want to mention. Uh, first of all, it is so nice to be back in the studio. Again, yes. after a couple mm-hmm. of weeks, I never, I don't realize how much I miss being in here yeah. when I'm not here for any length of time. Of course, last week we did our uh, live show from New Jersey, from the New Jersey Diz Meet, to raise money for Give Kids the World, and raise money they did eleven thousand dollars. Wow! Raised for Give Kids the World, uh, Nikki. And uh, the team did an amazing job with that. So want to send them out just another thank you uh, for all the hard work. I mean, that was months. It's months that go into these meets, especially when they're multi-day. I bowled mm-hmm. for the first time. In, oh, my God. That was so fun. I don't know how many years and, like, like harmed myself. You took a spill, though, didn't you? No, Melissa no. did. Melissa, yeah, Melissa fell. Yeah. Melissa, yeah. We were, I think we were betting that you were going to take Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> I did not. We, oh, we had, I like, heard her, her, that what? Kathy had to take a shot. Did you take a shot no. on bowling night? Oh. Oh, oh, yes. oh she doesn't yes, remember. Yes. We both, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. I remember. I, 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 I kind of wanted to see what Teresa and Kathy looked like with a shot in them. And what did we make you do? We made you do like uh, absolute, absolute Citron or something? Yeah. I don't know. It was good. Yeah, it was. It was like Kathy's been drinking it ever since. Around the clock, it's yes. been. Yeah. I don't know what you were expecting. Were you wanting us to like fall over? No, there? I just what? wanted to see you take a shot. I've okay. never seen you take a shot. You're well, always could... drinking strawberry daiquiris or something. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, well, why not? But eleven thousand dollars raised. We had an amazing, amazing time in New Jersey, and uh, of course, the next big meet coming up is in New England on June twenty eighth through the thirtieth. In Lemonster, Massachusetts, the entire team is going to be there this time. That includes John and Kevin, who, you know, only show up. They've never done it. They've never done one of these meets. No. This will be the first time, other than on the podcast crew, not for, no, they have not been to one of the Diz meets, one of these Diz meets. 
So this will be the first time really? at one of the meets that we're doing a show that we will all be together. Wow. So I'm very excited. You want to meet the whole team. June 28th through the 30th, Lemister, Massachusetts. Uh, we uh, did this meet last year, and it was amazing. And we're going to have a great time. And I'm sure there'll be lots of cool events and things going yeah. on besides just doing the show. Uh, so it's it's a lot of fun. If you're in the area, please, even if you're not in the area, go out of your way. Come on up. We're raising money for Give Kids the World as part of our Power of Ten campaign, we're trying to raise a million dollars. It's going to take us a while to do it, but you know what? We're having a lot of fun in the process. Yeah. And getting a lot of... Mm-hmm. Uh, Getting a lot of exposure for Give Kids the World, which is one of the things that they desperately need. They can't help people if people don't know they exist. Right. And so one of the things we're trying to do is get the word out that Give Kids the World exists. If you don't know about it, uh, we'll have a link to it on the show notes page, disunplugged.com. But the URL for Give Kids the World is gktw, givekidstheworld.org. And you can find out about the amazing work they do there. Now, uh, in last week's show, I had mentioned that we were going to do the Bob Anniversary Show last week and also Kevin's Dining Review of Ohana. We had some production issues that prevented that. And I also wanted to make sure that uh, Bob's uh, wife, Diana, could be with us. So we are actually going to be putting those shows up next week. Next Tuesday, the 14th, uh, we will have the Bob Memorial Show and we will have uh, Kevin's review of ohana so i apologize for the i can review ohana ohana good (laughs) well i agree we've had a great experience there i think john and kevin's review might differ Hmm. that's all i'm gonna say i'm not gonna take any steam away you know i'm not surprised because actually i think my opinion always differs from theirs really yeah I, t- I, I think say, we have totally different tastes in food. See, I got to say, I'm going to say 95% of the time, um, if whatever experience they had, if I go to that restaurant, I have a very similar experience. Um, there are times that we disagree, but generally speaking, I think yeah. on Ohana, uh, definitely, because I've been there a few times. We were just there when we were doing the uh, Seven uh, Resorts and Seven Nights mm-hmm. coverage. And... Uh, we had a we had a great meal. I was hoping Corey would bring me home something to eat. <laughs> he did not. <laughs> no, but he brought you home gifts and good husband, good father. He was bringing home gifts for the kids every night from every that was place a we stopped. Because now every time he comes home from anywhere, even if he just went like to CVS, Finley says, "What'd you bring me, Dad?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "You created the monster." That's right. Yeah. Now you deal with it. Oh man. Um, And just to give people an update on uh, what's going to be happening coming up, it's kind of a crazy month for us. Uh, In a couple of weeks, uh, Craig, Sean, Dustin, and I head out for uh, our uh, Disney Beyond the Parks segment, is what we're calling it. Uh, We are going to be doing a live show from Disney's Olani Resort in Koalina, Hawaii, on the 21st. And that will also kick off the first round of our seven resorts and seven night coverage uh, will be uh, giving our review of the Art of Animation Resort. Also attached to the seven resorts and seven nights, we've got blogs and photos and videos right. and all sorts of great stuff going up. So uh, Art of Animation is going to be the first resort we cover, and that will go up on the 20th. And then for the following three weeks, each Tuesday, we're going to be putting up more resorts. Originally, we said we were going to do them seven nights straight, but then we kind of looked at the schedule, and we've made some changes to how we're handling the show while we're gone. Uh, so we decided to 
kind of spread them out over the time that we're gone. So, but live show from Alani, uh, May 21st, and the first installment of our seven resorts and seven nights covering the art of animation resorts. So please uh, be there for that. And also that show uh, will be the first time that, well, it's not the first time we're going prime time, but right. um, that show is going to be broadcast live 8 p.m. Eastern time. On the twenty first. Ooh, I'm going to have to stay up for that. Yeah, is that past your bedtime? Yeah, I'm usually <laughs> Tuesday night, right? Or when? That's Tuesday. That's okay. Tuesday night. It's a regular day, but we're we're <coughs> we're recording from Alani at two p.m. and uh, that's eight p.m. I think Eastern time. I think we're going to have some folks that would normally want to watch during the day, but they're at work. Yep. They can you know check it There's out. Something I watch at eight o'clock home. on Tuesdays, and I might not be able to watch it. Well, you can. <laughs> it's why it's why God invented TiVo, dear. I'm sorry, we're not that advanced at our house. Oh, okay. So I got to buy you a TiVo now? Yeah. I guess, you can't I guess you need to come a with a DVR automatically, right? I don't even have a DVR. <laughs> no. They- really? I know. No, I have a, yeah. Don't, I, I don't even go there. I'm sorry. sorry. Oh, and the ladies only show will be tomorrow live at 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. The ladies only show, that's right. Tomorrow? Our Mother's Day special. Uh-huh. Right? It's kind of weird. Like, we don't ever get to do a show together unless it's the ladies show. It's usually like all of us. Like all of you men and one lady or two ladies today. Mm-hmm. Really? We've got three. Multiple ladies. It's a <laughs> great show. It is. It is. So tune in for that tomorrow, 1 p.m. live right here on disunplugged.com. And that is what oh. I have for housekeeping. Okay. <laughs> like, so don't, don't, no, no. I'm guessing that Lady Martin. Okay. Um, I'm going to give away some prizes. So, Sean Mm. McNamara. Oh, do we need to fire up the uh, Prismatron? Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Yay, okay. Um, It's been a while, and I apologize, because I'm not on the show that often. So, number 17 is what he chose. Number 17. And I'm actually pressing number 17. You have won two tickets for Cirque du Soleil. You and a guest will enjoy two tickets to see Cirque du Soleil's show La Nuba at Downtown Disney Westside courtesy of your friends at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Thanks for listening, and congratulations. Yay. Yay. We're supposed to do the yay. Everybody do the yay. 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 There we go. That was a little (laughs) (laughs) Our next one is Roger Sauer, and he chose number 48. Number 48. That's a good one. Will Roger get the Adventures by Disney trip that is sitting in the prize matron right now? Let's find out. You have won. Two tickets to a Disney water park. <laughs> You'll enjoy a day of your choice at either Typhoon Lagoon or Blizzard Beach, courtesy of your friends at Dreams Unlimited Travel. Congratulations and thanks for listening. Yay. Yay. Water parks. Last one okay. is Leslie Sawhook and number 15. Number 15 for Leslie. Is this the Adventures by Disney? You have won. No. Two tickets to a Disney water park. You'll right. enjoy a day of your choice at either Typhoon Lagoon or Blizzard Beach, courtesy of your friends at Dreams Unlimited Travel. Congratulations, and thanks for listening. I swear on all things holy, I have an Adventures by Disney trip to either Costa Rica or the Backstage Magic in California sitting in this bad boy right now, waiting to be won. Waiting to be won. But uh, congratulations <laughs> to, uh, to everyone. Um, the way you get a shot at the prize, Matron, is actually there's a few ways. Uh, if we read your email or play your voicemail on the show during one of our email voicemail shows, you get entered into a drawing for a shot at the prize matron. We do that once a month. If you make a suggestion for a segment and we use it, you automatically get a shot 
at the Prizematron. So put your thinking caps on. Uh, once a number is picked, it is retired from the Prizematron for this round. So we just keep narrowing it down. And then if you go to disunplug.com uh, somewhere. Yeah, some page. There's, the map. Somewhere. there's yeah. a map of the numbers right. that are still available that you get to pick from. There is all three of these were people who actually had provided ideas for segments. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. So here it is. I'm waiting to give it away. I want to give it away. You got to work with me. <laughs> work with me. Pick better numbers, people. <laughs> so, yeah, and then once uh, once we retire all the numbers on the prize matron, we'll fill start it up over. again, start all over again. Except next time I I want other prizes. I want bigger better. and grander. Bigger and grander, but then John gets mad at me because <laughs> what the hell are you giving away? <laughs> I think it could be fun to like put a bibbity bobbity boutique session in there. I mean, I know not right, everyone. but then you're like you know a 27 year old single guy is going to win that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe he has a niece, or yeah, or maybe he would like to go get boutique. <laughs> bibbity bobbity boutique. You know, when I was 27, I... or dinner, you know, dinner yeah. for two somewhere mm-hmm. <clears throat> at Teresa's house. Yeah, that's what they want. <laughs> She'll yeah. make you some beefaroni. Hey. Oh, Teresa's a good cook. I can cook. Yeah, oh, absolutely. No, sorry. Yeah. She's oh, raised, she raised three kids. She knows how to, the woman knows how to cook. I've eaten her food. She's very, very Sorry, good the beefaroni, what happened at my house? Because I know how to open a can. Okay. And you're close to her when you're saying this stuff, I know. and she can slap you. I do kick. I'm just trying to backtrack. Please, <laughs> don't hurt me. All right, anything else in housekeeping? Anything? Anyone? I have nothing. All right. Before we get started with the news, though, I guess there's there's one thing we should talk about, and that w- that's free dining. Uh, I had and I again, like I said, I did not have it on any kind of authority that free dining wasn't going to be announced, but I really thought it wasn't. And as it turns out, uh, yesterday, Monday, they uh, announced free dining for Disney Visa card holders. And we all know what that means. Visa card holders get it first, and then everybody else gets it. Uh, it is for September 2nd through the 25th, a little bit of a change. Mm-hmm. Normally, they were doing it uh, through, like, the third week in August uh, on through the end of September. This time, they're just they're doing it for a smaller period of time. Uh, no, uh, September 2nd through the 25th, and uh, you can save a fortune. On, I mean, it's free dining. If you're at a value resort, you're going to get quick service dining, um, and uh, or and uh, they didn't change that because there was talk that they were going to eliminate it and everybody was going to get quick service. It's like how it's been in years past, where the moderates get the basic dining plan, and so did the deluxes. And yeah. you can always upgrade. Right, but you can upgrade the dining plan. Yeah, so it's moderate, just a smaller period of time. And of course, if you're interested in taking advantage of free dining, we have one of. Dreams Unlimited Travel's best agent sitting here at the table, Miss Kathy Worling. Oh, she is. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who's here? Who's here? And uh, Kathy's uh, email address, kathyw at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Shoot her an email. She'd be more than happy to help you, wouldn't you, Kathy? Oh, I sure would. And there's also a, a Visa room-only offer, a 30% room-only offer. It's from 815 to 928. So you can... Get a room. Um, the exception being the art of animation, the Little Mermaid rooms. Okay. That's not part of the deal. I guess they figure they can fill those, whether they offer a discount or not. So, yeah, Better yeah. Art of animation. Prove them wrong, people. Well, art of animation. You said art of animation, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that. 
Art of Animation sells like crazy. I mean, it's a popular resort. That's a very popular resort. So, um, but I was wrong. Go ahead. Now it's on video. Oh, peace out of the moon. I was, I thought, I it's really thought fun. this year, <laughs> I thought this year, I just had a feeling they weren't going to do it. Um, but they are. And I'm happy. I really am. I'm thrilled. How's that feel to be wrong? I'm used to it. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I was surprised, I'm used too, to it, to be honest with you. Because it just seemed like it was so quiet. Usually you hear buzz. And this time there wasn't, up until like a couple days before this, I was surprised to see that they did it. It's such a short time frame, though. Like one, like four weeks, right? But it seems like, like now it's like people almost demand it. It's not like it's a well, promotion anymore. This is, this is the problem I think Disney has. I think they would like to stop doing it. And I think at this point, they have done it so many times, so many years, people have come to expect it. Right. And I think they're going to have an issue with it. Well, what is it about that August, September time frame that... Dead. It's just dead? Remember. Kids are going back to school. Kids are going back to school. And so you have uh, any time when kids are in school, occupancy is lower. Um, Now, when you start getting into October, November, people are a little more likely to pull their kids out of school. But in September, they've just gone back. So you're not going to send your kid back to school for a week and then pull them out to go to Disney World. Or maybe you will, but generally speaking, most people don't. Mm -hmm. So, oh, I'm really glowing here. Hold on, i got to lower my my brightness. Um, (laughs) I'm glowing. (laughs) He's radioactive. No, he's pregnant. Um... I was thinking more along holy lines, but okay. Oh, okay. But so that's that's why September historically a very a very slow month. And again, with January, kids were just out of school for a couple of weeks for Christmas break for holiday break, and then you know they just go back to school in January, and parents don't want to pull them out. Maybe what they should start doing is doing free dining in January. But September they seem real. It seems real successful. It also gets a lot of people here around uh, Food and Wine Festival, the start of Food and Wine Festival. Um, so, but I'm just glad they released it. I'm happy to see that it's it's out there. And uh, with that, we're going to let Dustin talk about sex offenders. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. You didn't see that one coming, did you? No. Dustin's having to do double duty here. He's got to operate the slides, <laughs> and he's got to. Read the news. Read the news. Can he multitask? He's not a woman. I can multitask somewhat. Um, anyway, our first news story is uh, Disney World is banning sex offenders from their theme parks. According to WFTV.com, Walt Disney World has been cracking down on keeping sex offenders out of their parks. The site's investigative reporter spent six months reviewing trespass reports from the Orange County Sheriff's Office and found that over 75 warnings have been issued to registered sex offenders since August 2012. The reporter was able to interview 20 of these individuals who were asked to leave the Disney parks, sometimes for good. One of the sex offenders named Mike agreed, quote unquote Mike, agreed for his interview to be released as long as his identity was kept a secret. He said he was told by Disney, we don't want you at our park. Good. Yeah. Wait, wait. They're not. Hold on. Let him finish the story. Okay. Okay. Let him finish the story. He and his wife had season tickets, and when he tried to obtain his pass, he was pulled aside and issued a trespass warning from the sheriff's office stating that he was never allowed on any Disney property again. 
The reports list the people as registered sex offender on the sexual offender list or state the problem as conduct not welcome or behaviors not meeting Walt Disney's standards. Because Disney is a private company, they are allowed to check guests' names and run them through the sex offender databases, removing those whose names show up. A statement from Disney read, while we do not share specific details of our security procedures, we are constantly strengthening our efforts so we can promote a safe environment for all our guests. So yeah. So if you're on the registry, you cannot go to Disney. Uh, well, if they if, if they, they cross check your name, yeah. mm-hmm. if they cross check your name, yes, they will have the sheriff's office issue a trespass warrant, and if you try and buy a ticket, they will like. Apparently, they're handing out trespass warrants at the ticket booth. Ah, I should see if my neighbor can get in. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, yeah. you wouldn't we be got sub- one in our neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, we check. Yeah, oh, I check. We want to know where they are too. I do. I just want to, not that they're doing anything currently, but I just want to, I want to be aware. Yes, I want my do. children to be aware. So, yeah, it's, wow, this is interesting. You know, I think, I, I, I think it's a good thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not hesitating that I think, you know, Disney should or should not do this. I think that this is part of the world we live in now. Mm-hmm. And Disney is such a target. Yeah. For it, I mean, we've heard the stories. We've yep. heard the stories of, you know, and the, what you know. It's not, but you know what I what I'm at least happy about is that it's not Disney using this as publicity. It's not them saying this is what we're doing. I mean, an investigative reporter had right. to spend six months yeah. digging up trespass warrants to figure out what they were doing. Oh, okay. Um, so it's Disney doing this quietly. They're not doing this to tout themselves and say, oh, hey, look what we do. Look um, who we found as they drag them in. But, you know, on the other hand, how about the instances at the water parks? I mean, I'm sure they run people who buy a water park, I don't know, an individual day ticket. But they've had instances of people... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the water parks, that's the big problem, yeah. is the water parks, that uh, where we hear about most of these issues is at, at water parks. I would imagine they can run the same security procedures there so. that they can do at the theme parks. But do they, if it's just like a day ticket, or are they doing this for, I'm sure Disney's never going to tell you, is it for annual pass holders? Is it for a multi-day ticket? How do they feel well, about Well, I think uh, there is absolutely no way they are going to be able to screen every single oh, person right, right. who buys a ticket. Right. Not going to be able to happen. I think they probably stand their best shot with annual annual pass holders simply because you have to provide ID to get that pass. Right. Yeah. I would also think that, you know, I hate to say, like, sound, I don't know, but if someone were to buy a ticket, say an older gentleman alone at the water park, and he's carrying just a camera and wearing a bathing suit, you know, I would be suspicious if I were the person selling the ticket. No, and see, I don't that's, think that they're allowed to profile them. No, and you can't, and that would be wrong to do that, because just because someone is older, alone, and with a camera in a water park doesn't make them a pedophile. I know that, and but you I mean, can't. And would it, there's would there's it that point. There's that point where it crosses the line. In, there's the point where it crosses the line into witch hunt, right. and you can't do that. You can't. It, it, someone can't be pre- presumed guilty until proven innocent. So I think that I think that Disney has to be extremely careful that they don't do that. If somebody's behavior, if that same guy is there taking pictures and clearly taking pictures of little kids that he's not with, 
and somebody spots that, I think that's a legitimate right. question to raise. But just coming in the park because you're an older guy. So if I walk in, you know, I'm 48 years old. I walk into a water park in a bathing suit. Well, that I should be stopped for right there. <laughs> but I walk into a water park with a bathing suit and my camera. I should be stopped and questioned? Or? No, I mean, like, but... Not that they would question you, but I'm saying, like, in their mind, if they, they're screening all annual pass holders no matter what, then why can't they screen people that they might think, you know... Well, how just, do you screen them? How do you screen them? What do you do? Oh, no, right, you exactly, have, to give, me, like, you you have to give me your ID. No, the, the guy next to you doesn't have to because he's got kids with him. Right. Um, <laughs> and you, you, just it's that, that, that's that, that I, for me, that crosses that line into, uh, into witch hunt. And that if Disney can't... Disney can't engage in that either because the first time oh, yeah. they misidentify somebody, there's a problem. I've thought of that. There's a PR I've problem. Gone to the water parks and taken pictures, yeah. and you know, I'll go in with like my street clothes with my bathing suit on underneath it. But then when you start going around and just taking pictures, I'm mean, like, is somebody looking at me? I mean, I'm not taking pictures of little right. kids, but. You know, it Corey's, could look suspicious. Yeah, Corey's very aware of that. Like, yeah. he, he really won't go unless he's with us. You know what I mean? Because he, do, he doesn't want to be, you know, he'll be like, what are you doing here? Why are you alone taking photos? So he's very sad careful society. about that. I mean, it's sad that it has to even be a, a point of discussion, but it does have to be a point of discussion because yeah. it does go on. And it's, you know, but I think the way Disney is handling it right now, you know, I think they're doing. I think they're doing a great thing. Um, I think they need to be careful. The minute they miss, you know, they're going against the registered sex offender database. These are people who have been found guilty by a court, have served time, and are now registered sex offenders. So there or has been there has been a judicial process that right. has gone on to validate that that person belongs on that list. And so Disney doesn't have to make any judgment calls there. There's no there's no gray area. You're on the registered sex offender you list. You're not welcome in the parks, yep. period. Plus, I'm sure they don't go, like when you go to turn in your voucher and they go, hey, you're a sex offender. I'm sure they do it very quietly and like come would, around the I corner. I would hope so. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think there are balloons and confetti. <laughs> Right. Yeah. But, we but have I'm a predator win. in the park today. <laughs> but I'm, what I'm our 1,000th predator. <laughs> you know, that I'm thinking that they're doing that, too, very quietly, so that if they did make a mistake, everybody behind them in line is not going to well, hear that right. they were accused. I, well, A, A, I think they're doing all of this quietly, not just because they're not trying to drum up PR for themselves, but because they're not trying to drum up PR for themselves. I don't think Disney wants a huge spotlight on right. the fact that it does happen, that yeah. bad people come into their parks and do bad things. It's not common. I don't want to sit here and spec say for a second that, you know, you really have to worry about your kids at Disney World. But you have to worry about your kids no matter where they are, yep. Disney mm -hmm. World or any place else. Disney is a lot safer than your local park because there is a lot of security that you don't see. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of eyes watching what's going on, not just the uniform cast members. The number of plainclothes security officers in those parks would blow your yeah. mind. And cameras. And cameras. And cameras, too, yeah. Well, how do they, okay, say Joe Sex Offender goes online and he wants an annual pass. Would it stop him at that point? I don't know. I, don't, I mean, we, we yeah, have we don't no know way of knowing. Yeah. And Disney's not going to tell how it works. Just the fact that they're doing it at all. 
I think is is great. I think the fact that they're going, they're using that registered sex offender database uh, is smart. Yep. Um, this way, again, that's said, what it's there for. That's what it's again, there for. There's, mm-hmm. you know, there's no exactly, and the, the, there's no ambiguity. There's no judgment. We think maybe you look like this. You could be. There's none of that gray area. Because like I said, the first time they accuse somebody, the first time they don't allow somebody in the park because they're profiling and they're wrong, they've got a lawsuit on their hands. Mm-hmm. Well, if you look at that list and you look at the, the pictures of all the people, they don't all fit into one little box of what, how what they you would imagine. Well, no, yeah. of course not. It's, so it you, could, you know, I mean, it's got to be anybody. It could be anybody. Yeah. It, and it could be a woman. Oh, yeah, definitely. There are women on yeah. the registered sex offender database. Yeah, let's are. be let's be clear here. So, but uh, I most of their stories are televised movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, handled an entirely different way it than it is when yeah. it's a man, and that says a lot about our society. But we're not we're not going right, into right. that. But SeaWorld's in trouble with OSHA, aren't they? On to the next still. one. Yep, SeaWorld still not safe enough for OSHA. The Occupational Health and Safety Administration, OSHA, and SeaWorld were back in court again last week. OSHA still says that SeaWorld's trainers are not as safe as they could uh, could be when working around the killer whales. OSHA previously imposed a regulation on the marine park stating that they install physical barriers between its trainers and killer whales or require its trainers to maintain a minimum distance from the killer whales. These requirements must be completed by July 27th. The exact minimum distance was not specified, so SeaWorld asked for a six-month extension to complete research on this distance. Okay, let me just interrupt for a second. This is so typical, though. OSHA says you have to maintain a minimum distance and then doesn't tell SeaWorld what it is, Mm -hmm. what that minimum distance should be, and then drags them into court because they want an extension so that they can research, okay, what what should a safe minimum distance be? Um, look, I'm not saying OSHA's wrong for wanting, but... Please. It's going to eventually just be where they just can't even work with them, in my opinion. I don't understand how putting a barrier between them... I, mean, I like, don't know. I don't know that some of this isn't about that. I don't know that some of this isn't about that, but that's my speculation. I was wrong on free dining, so I could be wrong <laughs> on that, though, so... Uh, SeaWorld has been working with other aquariums to determine exactly what that distance should be. And SeaWorld Animal Training Curator Kelly Flaherty Clark spoke in court about the procedural changes SeaWorld had put in place. According to WKMG-TV, trainers are now required to stay three feet away from the killer whales if they are kneeling on a flat surface. Trainers must be 18 inches from the edge of the pool if they are standing near the whales, and trainers may still touch a killer whale or rub its back while standing next to the animal on a submerged ledge in the pool as long as the trainer is positioned along the side of the animal's body between its blowhole and tail. The trainer must stay away from the whale's mouth and... Okay, guys. (laughs) He started it. The trainer must stay away from the whale's mouth and tail and have an escape route if the whale were to move. Clark- uh, that is a huge animal. There is right. no yeah. escape route. <laughs> exactly. Clark did admit that it is possible for a whale to spend 360 degrees on the ledge. And they do it fast. Yeah. Yes. That's not a slow... And you're slow- only 18 inches away. Yeah, so there's no escape route. There's no escape route. No. So uh, we're just waiting to hear if they'll get their six-month extension and we'll go on from there. Well, I don't know about the rest of you, but it seems to me that you know, like when they used to be up close and they'd interact with the whales, 
I really enjoyed the show. Me too. And now when you go and you see it, I don't want to. Here's the thing. I don't want to say that like I could go down there and do it, <laughs> but it's almost like anybody could do it now. They've taken away the. the animal I'm not. There's I'm one. not going to get into whether or not these whales should be in captivity right. or any yeah. of that. Um. Because I can see both sides of that, yeah. that argument. And I, I got to be honest, I could be swayed either way. But what happened to that trainer was a terrible, terrible accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is not a common thing. And I think SeaWorld has taken a lot of bad press because of it and unfairly. They, SeaWorld runs, they run an amazing park. Oh, they sure park. do. They run an amazing park. And they do a great, great job uh, taking care of their animals. I've talked to so many people that work as trainers, even staff at, uh, uh, at SeaWorld. Absolutely love working there. And this is offline. This is, you know, they're not talking to somebody who has a show. They're just talking to somebody. They love working there. And I think, I think that SeaWorld has taken a bad rap for this. I think the trainers need to be protected, but I think if you ask most of the trainers, they're going to tell you this is ridiculous. They know what they're doing. They're professionals, yeah. and they understand. They are working with animals, and things can happen. Mm-hmm. Things can happen. But don't you think all the trainers knew that when they signed up to be trainers? Yes, I mean, they exactly. All knew that. Exactly. You they, know, so. There's a certain amount of inherent risk with the job, and they accept that because they're following their passion. Right. And they love what they do. So they can't touch them now. Are they touching them with or a bamboo back scratcher it's like, or what? I don't know. It's there's a lot of restrictions, yeah. as you heard. Yeah. I mean, 18 inches from here and three feet from there, and be between the blowhole and the tail. I mean, what, what are they supposed to do? Walk around with a measuring stick? I know. Right. But it's not much of a performance anymore. No, no. It's a trainer it's, going, "Hey, there's a whale over yeah. there." Yeah, and look, it'll yeah. jump when I blow this whistle. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> kind of so, sad. I always liked watching the interaction, especially if mm-hmm. they rode on them. It seemed like oh. there was a relationship between them. Now it's just yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, whales are you know feeling creatures. I'm sure they can feel that that something's changed. Yeah. Don't like me anymore. All right. On to the next one. I think we're good. Okay. <laughs> Our next news story. Once Upon a Time films at Disney World. Uh, Scenes from the popular ABC show Once Upon a Time were filmed in New Fantasyland at Walt Disney World a couple weeks ago. Lena Perilla, the actress who plays the evil queen slash Regina Mills on the show, was spotted in front of Journey Journey of the Little Mermaid attraction, but at, at the time, we weren't sure exactly what the filming was for. So according to the Orlando Business Journal, the segment will be part of an episode airing May 5th at 8 p.m. Perilla said, Regina, the mayor, comes to Fantasyland and believes she's going to rule Fantasyland at some point. And uh, they also released uh, uh, like a behind-the-scenes video um, of when they were filming there at New Fantasyland, and we have that if you want to yeah, take a Yeah, let's go ahead and play. Greg and I are the team that concepted the Once Upon a Time piece to air on May 5th. Once Upon a Time is a very popular ABC show. It's a big hit for them, and it's based in fantasy and reality, and the two worlds collide. In a way, that's what happens here in New Fantasyland. I feel like a little girl again. It reminds me of Welcome to Storybook, that episode when Regina was like the day of the curse and she wakes up and she's walking through Storybook and she's seeing everything for the first time. Okay, here we go, and action! Regina, the mayor, comes here to New Fantasyland and she 
believe she's going to rule Fantasyland at some point, and it's just a matter of time before she does. Beast part's gonna be the best because the beast is kind of like Lana's dude, you know, because she likes him because he's because he's kind of angry. So. We had to clean off the lens after it had a bunch of beast uh, stuff on it. Ew. From there, <laughs> we went over to Gaston, Mr. Muscly Gaston. There's almost enough attention on me right now. Oh, good. I'm used to girls ignoring him. Is it's been really difficult because I keep smiling through all my takes. <laughs> they have to keep reminding me that I'm Regina from Storybrooke. I'm the mayor and I'm the evil queen. That's cool. Has that, I haven't seen the show I, yet. I, I know tried. there's a lot of our Facebook yeah. friends yeah. that watch and it. And John loves it. Yeah, I've watched it a yeah. couple times. I tried in the beginning, but I just, it didn't strike my fancy. I have to try and watch it. I, I haven't I haven't tried yet, but it looks pretty cool. It does. So. I love it when ABC does crossovers and they shoot in the parks. It's fantastic. Yeah. I know. I know. Cool. All right. cool. All right. Thank you for that, Dustin. We're going to move on to rapid fire, and we'll start with Dustin, because we haven't heard enough from him already. Yes. <laughs> and now I have to be on my third device to pull up my rapid fire. Just a moment, please. Um, I actually have that uh, Universal Studios is uh, got the release date for the new Transformers attraction. Uh, all set in stone. Uh, they announced that. So the new Transformer ride, uh, Transformers, the ride 3D, will open on June 20th, uh, 2013 and uh, it's very similar to the one out in Hollywood it's going to have 3D effects HD graphics and uh, it's just really cool that it's finally opening this summer I know I, I know they've had a lot of work being done on this and learning a lot from the Hollywood version of the attraction so it's good that they're finally opening this thing here this summer it's awesome did you see the last week that they did um, like a giant transformer sticker on the side of one of the buildings downtown yeah and they had like a little promo and showed somebody in a car and they're like "Ah!" it's really all of a sudden they showed the side of the building and here's like a transformer like had gone through the building wow so that's cool they're hyping it yeah Mm -hmm. i'm excited about this this one of you know one of my favorite big it'll be cool so i loved transformers it's good it was a good good series yeah Good series. All right. Thank you, yeah, Dustin. You're welcome. Teresa. Oh, my turn. Um, Night of Joy at Walt Disney World is September 6th through the 7th this year. On some of the performers on Friday the 6th, Mercy Me, Stephen Curtis Chapman, Michael W. Smith, Skillet, City Harbor, We Are Human. On some of the performers on Saturday, September 7th, Toby Mac, Newsboys, Britt Nicole, Jamie Grace for King and Country, Group One Crew, and some other people I don't know. 
I don't I was really know say, people. I'm yeah. officially old. I don't know any of them. I know a couple well, of those. All, well, they're all Christian bands or singers. No, nobody knows any of them. I know um, Toby Mac. So don't send me any emails. Yeah, it's I know a joke. some of them, too. Stephen <laughs> Curtis Chapman. I mean, yeah. 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 Okay. Who doesn't know him? But Toby Mac. Mac. Toby Mac's Mercy pretty popular. Me. Mercy Me. Um, DC Talk was my jam back in the day. Oh, I love DC Talk. They're from my hometown. DC Talk. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, she's singing. But this goes on after the park is closed. Um. 7.30 to 1 a.m. Concerts begin at 7.30. It's a hard ticket event, 55. And Do you know security know. has, uh, we've heard this repeatedly, and I'll get emails, whatever, but security has a bigger problem with the night, with night of joy, with, that, with those events, than with any other event done in those parks. Do you know why? I'm not going to say why, because I'll get the hate mail, but... Yes, he does, apparently. <laughs> I know. Why. I have my opinions. I have my opinions. Why? Yeah. Uh, Universal was the same way with Rocky Universe. That's when they had the most problems. Well, these kids get out in their busloads of groups from churches, and yeah, it's just they're out to have a good time. Lots of kids, you know? Teenagers. Yeah. Out to have a night of joy. That's right. Night. You know, it's night of joy. It's nights of joy. It should oh. be. But anyway. Oh. Two nights. Much joy. <laughs> I do know people that have gone that absolutely enjoy it. No, I've heard oh, great yeah, things about it. I'm just saying that security, that's the, 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 the busiest night of the year for Disney security are when the Night of Joy uh, events are going on. And Good time that's not me fun. saying that. I've heard that. I've heard that from so many people. Um, so just a little piece of information for you. <laughs> I know I'll get emails, Yeah, but whatever. With that little, little piece of information. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> It, it's true. Okay, it's just, okay. It's, a, it's true. It's not me making it up. It's actual it's Joyful music. True. Okay. So, all right. Thank you, Teresa. Gregory. Me? No, so <laughs> the, the other Gregory in yes, the room. You. I, okay. Um, mine is that on this Saturday, I don't know what the exact date is. The 11th. The 11th. Uh, Merida, or Merida, however you say it. Merida. Merida. Oh, my. Merida. I did not. Merida They Carey. call the wind Merida. Yeah, I knew you were going to say I was... <laughs> She is uh, going to become the official 11th Disney princess in a limited time magic. Which means her box office receipts were high enough to. But so, so, okay, but it's limited time magic. So are they going to induct her into princesshood? (laughs) And then after limited time magic, be like, strip it away. No more princesshood for you. Wow. (laughs) Now, I haven't, I haven't seen the movie. In the movie itself, does she become a princess? She is. She She was born a princess. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) I've heard people, some people are not liking this because of, uh, I read it on Facebook. She, um. She's a strong princess or something. And oh, yeah. It's, it's something about... She's one of the few who actually has a mind of her own and yeah. is not just searching and, for And people prince. have a problem with that? They're yeah. making it, it, it... It's like belittling the little airhead princesses before her or something. Well, what about Pocahontas and... Well, no, those? there are. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Merida's one of the few. Most of the princesses are just out looking for a man. Oh, there are so many opportunities <laughs> for me to get in trouble right now. <laughs> out looking for a man. <laughs> Pocahontas found him, man. But yeah, but she wasn't looking. looking for him. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> he wow. just happened to find her. <laughs> you look like you want to say something. She's pretty, though. I love her red hair. I love Merida. Limited time. I want to okay. go over and see the ceremony. Just Thank to you, see Craig. What does. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Craig. Well, I'll actually probably run over and try to do a live stream of it. Of the coronation? or Yeah. <laughs> People keep asking about it. That would be awesome. I think it, that's so. good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually, it's a very popular story. I mean, yeah. it's, it's yeah. 
getting a lot of traffic on the Diz. So I mean, I guess I have to wake up early on Saturday, which isn't my thing, but hey. You will do it. I'll do it for everyone that wants He'll to He'll take one for it. the team. Yep. All so right. Dedicated. Thank you, Craig. Kathy. I have that Disney has announced the Halloween party and the Christmas party dates, prices, all that good stuff. Um, you know, there's uh, Halloween is September the 10th to November the 1st. Um, there's a difference in pricing. Um, I've had a lot of people ask me why there's a difference in the pricing, and I guess the answer is because Disney can make it whatever way they want to make it. So the nights that they know that are going to be more popular, they can charge more. If you do a walk-up... Don't they always? Yeah, yeah but I yeah. mean, you know... Usually um, like the weekends and... Yeah, there's just certain popular dates. Um, and there's also a big difference in the price if you purchase it ahead of time as compared to um, the day of. For a normal ticket in September, it's $59 for an adult plus tax. If you wait till the same day, it's 65 There's also military discounted dates. Um, the military tickets are like 4130 if you order them off the website, you have the choice of printing the tickets out at home. You can do will call. You know, so there's really no reason why you can't get them ahead of time. I'm trying to find the page for the Christmas party. Starts November the 8th and runs through December the 20th. Wow. Okay. So there's a lot of dates in there, um, especially for the Halloween party. You know, Halloween night tends to book quickly. Um, but dates in September and early October, you usually can wait quite a while. But if you think you're going to go, get your ticket. I don't like it that it it's so long. I mean, we're, we're seven weeks of Halloween. Right. And we usually go at the beginning. Yes. Yep. And then it's like I'm forced to eat Halloween candy for like seven weeks mm-hmm. instead of just one night. So <laughs> She's being forced. Being forced to eat Halloween candy, yes. Is Klaus I mean, holding a little decorate, tiny gun to We decorate head. for Halloween sure. big at our house and Christmas too. And I love the holidays, but I just can't get into Halloween, you know. I like Halloween. Think about a costume that are. When they decorate in September, because to me that seems it's like fall. that's fall it's for fall, us. Yeah. yeah. But then when it starts, you know, it's like, okay, it's going, it's going, it's going. And then all of a sudden that one week, you could go to the Halloween party and the Christmas party. And people do. Oh, yeah. So yeah. buy your tickets. Cool. Awesome. Thank you, Kathy. Lady Martin. Um, this is the Summer Concert Series. Universal has announced um, their dates and performers. Sorry, guys. Did you hear that, Kathy? Yes, I did. <laughs> My stomach is talking. Was that your stomach? Yes. Tummy rumble. That's okay. Oh, Okay, so they're going to feature some of music's biggest talent at the Outdoor Music Plaza <laughs> beginning Saturday, June 1st and running through Saturday, July 6th. Um, Neo, June 1st. Big Time Rush from uh, Nickelodeon on June 8th. Gavin DeGraw, June 15th. Earth, Wind, and Fire, oh. June 22nd. Adam Lambert, oh, <laughs> June 29th. Love him. <laughs> and Kip Moore, July 6th, as my... Kip oh, Moore. Corey's earphones. Apparently, I need a smaller size. <laughs> Big time rush. So, there you go. Awesome. I don't care to see any of those people. Me either. Earth, Wind, and Fire. No, Adam, like Lambert, Adam Lambert would put, put on a great show. I would do Earth, yeah. La- Earth, Wind, and Fire of any of them. I'm going to make you cover Adam Lambert. Yeah. <laughs> because what? The nostalgia of when you weren't alive, when they were singing around the first no, time? I just love their music. Oh, yeah. I grew up because my parents listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> so... All right, that will do it for Rapid Fire. And being that this is the first show of the month, we have our top 10 threads on disboards.com for the month of April. 
So the number 10 was from WDW Dreamer. Now I understand why some Disney rookies don't enjoy their initial visit on our theme parks form. Uh, number nine, Emmy's Mommy posted a thread entitled, These Are Not the Rooms I Paid For on the Trip Reports subforum. A very humorous look at her, at her trip. It's a nice post. You should check that out. A former Thread of the Month winner, uh, B. Crook, your best Disney fact or insider story. Uh, that continues to be a, uh, a popular thread. Yeah. Um, this one was funny. Uh, Disney Food Pictures, Part 4, page 221. <laughs> wow. Okay. Specifically. Um, well, what happens, just so people understand, uh, for d- absolute technical reasons, for database reasons, when uh, a thread reaches, I think it's uh, 250 pages, uh, it has to be closed, and then another one can be started. But what happens for some reason when we go over 250 pages in a thread, it puts such a drag on the database that it, I mean, really affects, like, everybody's ability to get around the boards. So um, Disney Food Pictures has been a popular thread uh, for a long time. But what I thought was funny was that page 221 of this thread was the number seven most viewed page hmm. on the boards. And I can't credit anybody hmm. with that. It's because it's not a specific post. The post, like I said, it's been going on for eons. So page 221 of part hmm. four of Disney Food Pictures is our number seven, uh, number yes, seven thread. Check it out. Our number six thread by Victoria Three. Aurora's new look debuts at Walt Disney World on the theme park, uh, theme park's community forum. Um, number five, uh, another thread of the month winner, Catboy seventy seven, mistake you will not repeat next time. Although this thread got a little heated, <laughs> this thread got a little heated and had to be closed. Oh, well, it wasn't like really really bad, but the moderator felt. And I think it was justified. A timeout was in order. Everybody go to a corner and think about what you've wow. done. It wasn't bad. But, you know, look, people are opinionated. Mm-hmm. People are opinionated. And I certainly can't criticize that. It's just sometimes you can go too far on the boards. And yeah. it happens. It happens. But that, uh, that the mistake you will not repeat next time, uh, the number five thread for last month. And uh, just so everybody knows, this whole list will be on disunplugged.com, the show notes page for this week's show. Um, another thread that got a uh, topic that got very heated, the thread itself, I think, stayed pretty good this time. Uh, KTB 2002's post uh, regarding the Facebook page for the young boy who nearly drowned on the fantasy. Have we heard an update on that? I haven't followed Yeah, it I follow recently. him every day, and every day they have an update. He's still struggling. He's in a hospital in his hometown. And he does physical therapy and occupational therapy and all that, but he's got a long way to yeah. to go yet. But I mean, what's his prognosis? Do we? Um, last they said something, it, it didn't look it's real not, good. Yeah, no, he's not. And what exa- do you remember exactly what the cause of this was? I mean, he already had an ailment. It, had, it was nothing to do with actually drowning. Uh, I think it was just because he was in the pool for. A couple minutes and oh. not breathing, and yeah. they brought him back. And really a shame. But apparently, this thread talks about the Facebook page where 
the family is giving updates. So if you want to stay on top of that. And they st- they're they selling, I think they're selling bracelets now to help the family. So if you feel like you want you to go. do something, you know, help the family. And they, it's Chase Lichen is this page on Facebook. We could have a link up for that, too, and Absolutely. help support the family. They need it. Yeah, just make sure we get the link, okay. and then we can put that on the show notes page. Absolutely. Uh, number three, Dimples, 1973, uh, the 2013 free dining watch on the Disney Dining Plan sub-forum. It paid off. Um, well, you know, it was uh, obviously, you know, you put the words free dining in a thread title, and it's going to get traffic. <laughs> You know, um, that's what everybody, that's the big thing everybody waits for. It's one of the reasons that, you know, I think uh, every year Disney has to, has to do it. It's so incredibly popular and expected. Um, but there's, you know, uh, there's always a thread every year dedicated to free dining watch <laughs> where people are, you know, sharing whatever it is they can hear, whatever it is they hear or they think, or <laughs> well, I talked to this cast member and they said that. There's a couple, there's two cast members or there's two people that seem to be very well connected with information. Yes, there and is. And I guess I have a problem with that. You know, I don't know that, you know, if they're in a position to know this, I don't know that they should be sharing it until it's available to everybody. I disagree. As the owner of the boards where it's getting shared, <laughs> well, okay. I disagree. Okay. Um, you know, and... Uh, that one of these people, Danny25, uh, has uh, the number two uh, thread okay. uh, of the month, uh, which is predi- his prediction about the summer free dining offer on the discount codes and rate subform. Actually, Danny posted the same thing on two different forums, and they were actually two and three. So I combined them. Okay. And it was the exact same post, just on two different forums. So I combined them. But, uh, you know, again, he was pretty much right on the money uh, with his prediction. And but was it a prediction or was he sharing? I prediction. Well, no, I don't think it was a prediction. He was clearly sharing information he had gotten from somewhere. But it's the Internet. That's what happens. It's the Internet. That's what happens. I guess. Um, But I'd like to think better of people. I don't know that it's a bad thing. I don't know that, you know, I don't know that it really hurts Disney. I don't know. Yeah, that's one of those things we could discuss we for could, hours. We could, yeah. we could debate that for hours. Yeah. I, you know what? As the owner of Disboards.com, thank you, Danny. <laughs> thank you, Danny. And Danny will be our thread of the month because even free dining could not unseat the queen. <laughs> Disney College program, oh Frump gosh. style. Fourth month in a row, broke her record, her traffic record for last month. This thread continues to get more and more and more traffic. Absolutely fantastic. Do you know what From Style is? (laughs) I don't, so I'm asking. We don't know. I I actually asked her whenever we met up with her just to talk and get to know her. And uh, apparently it's just... Any person who really loves Disney is like crazy about it, insane, whatever. Instead of putting negative words on it, she came up with Frump with one of her friends. Hmm. Okay. There you go. See, now, Frump, to me, um, has a connotation that's kind of frumpy. Yeah. So I wasn't sure, you know, because when I met the girl, I'm like, oh, you ain't no Frump. Yeah, I pictured her sweatpants and (laughs) No, that's a beautiful girl. Beautiful, beautiful girl and a great writer and... 
She has absolutely captured people's imagination. Like I said, even free dining, which was this was really popular. And even when I combined number two, second most popular and third most popular thread, which were both Danny's, they still didn't beat oh, man. Disney College Program from style. Um, so she, you know, obviously continues to get Thread of the Month, but we decided last month that it wasn't fair that the number two, uh, the number two person, the number two thread has to get it as well. Um, so uh, Danny25, his prediction about the summer free dining offer uh, will be our Thread of the Month. And, of course, for the fourth month in a row, Disney College Program Frump Style, the number one thread on disboards.com. And... Uh, she has uh, it's generated like so much interest. And it's not just that a lot of people are watching it or reading it. People are spending a lot of time reading it. The, yeah. time, on, the time on that thread is double the average thread. Wow. So it's not just that they're going and checking it out and then moving. They're actually, these are people who are really invested in reading what, what she has to say. So, Well, I'd say college kids spend a lot more time on the internet than most people. Well. I would think. Yeah. I don't think this is. Just, I, I I don't think the majority of this audience is it's college. I think it's just Honestly, interesting. I think this is. I think I think people are really have been really captivated by by this girl's story, her writing style. Um, you know, her. Uh, it's just it's fantastic. It's fantastic. So those are our top ten threads for uh, the month of April on disboards.com, and that will do it. For this episode of the Dis Unplugged, coming up next for those watching live, Dustin West and Holly Ford have part two of their Overlooked Animal Kingdom segment, the first uh, installment of that, the most popular segment we've ever done. And so we're really looking forward to this one, not to put any pressure on it. <laughs> um, we'll see. But that will do it. We hope you enjoyed it. And we'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Dis Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, Stay out of the damn lakes. You've oh, got to do the music. Why do what? Is this my first time doing the show? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Wow, sarcasm. Oh, sorry, <laughs> wrong button again. That, the, was the, perfect, that, that does fit. <laughs> okay, I'm. It's um, okay. Is it number two, the intro or outro? I'm no, at number three. Uh, okay. All right, hold on, hold on. That will do it for this episode of the Tis Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. As always, remember, stay out of the damn lake.